0: anchor.fm just like yours truly girl Miracle Sims and you are watching God, Sex, and Love. Friends, I am so excited to share with you all today that I am interviewing Miss Therese Fleetwood. Uh, Not only is she an awesome uh, couture bridal designer and the owner of Luxury romance concierge but she is also the author of this book right here which is called Black Men and Intimacy so we're gonna have a chat about her new book as well as maybe some other goodies and see what else we can learn from her while she's here so if you're ready to sit back and chat with Miss Therese Fleetwood then stay tuned <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to God, Sex, and Love. As I said to you all, we have Therese Fleetwood in the building. Hey, Miss Fleetwood. Hey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She, She's a woman that does so many things. A Renaissance woman, as they say.
1: Thank you. I like that. Yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> but I guess first we'll start talking about this wonderful book right here, Black Men and Intimacy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Okay. Ms is so okay let's start it off so what made you write this wonderful book
1: you know what made me write black men and intimacy voices from across the diaspora uh, was really my own journey through self intimacy I was married I got divorced and I couldn't point my finger at my ex-husband I had to take a look at what did I do wrong in this relationship So on my journey of self-intimacy, I came across an interview with Ayala Van Zandt, and she had a panel of men, and they got on the subject of intimacy. And one man said, well, men think intimacy is sex. And I was like, okay, if this is true, we as women, we are doomed because we are more emotional with intimacy. So I said, you know what, let me take it upon myself, interview these men, 50 men uh, across five generations, And I wanted to know really very first question, what is intimacy to you? And you know, the funny thing is a lot of these men never even thought about what intimacy is. You know, because a lot of times when we hear the word, we automatically think that it's sex, that it's physical. But there's so many different aspects to intimacy. There's emotional intimacy, intellectual intimacy, spiritual intimacy, physical intimacy, and at least four other types of intimacy as well. So the answers that the men gave really um, resonate with their life experiences and how they view intimacy. And I wanted to really put all of this information together for for women, for black women, to really understand our men. Because we know that there is a communication, a disconnect happening between us, you know, whether we're single, whether we're in relationships or whether we're married. And I really wanted this book to be that catalyst that people can use for conversation. You know, you can open up the book with with all these 15 chapters and find a chapter that resonates with where you are in your life right now. And the thing about this book, I didn't write it as a uh, theoretical analysis. I didn't try to stereotype these men or put them in a group. I just wanted them to talk really just to share without any interruptions without you know interjecting my opinion because my opinion was not important in writing this book it was all about the men so this is really one-on- one personal interviews with black men from ages 26 to 66 so that's how the book came along
0: wow it is awesome friends
1: um i know as i was reading it i
0: I just found it very interesting to hear what these different men had to say about these questions and things like that um now i'm not gonna reveal all the information Y'all gotta read it (laughs) itself. but um Mm -hmm. the main thing it made me do was to really really think about like okay putting my husband in these shoes and being like, I need to ask him these questions or, you know, I really wanted to know, like, his particular perspective in in general. Because I think the thing that I've learned over the years is that, okay, all men are different, you know, they look Mm -hmm. at things different way. And this book is, is, you know, kind of proof of that as well, that, you know, they all had different Mm -hmm. responses to these questions and stuff. So, um, I really, for me, it just was like, I, I really need to get to know my man and, like, what he feels about these questions and more you know
1: so yeah exactly and these questions really do um, primarily focus on three levels of intimacy and that's emotional intimacy intellectual intimacy and physical intimacy and you know when you really get somebody to open up you know or, or authentically and really wanting to share their views because one thing that you know several of the guys have mentioned to me but one one of the men in the book said listen we're all all so distinctly different. We're constantly being categorized as a black man, we're constantly being categorized, you know, to be a certain way. But my life experience is, is different from the next man's life experience. So they were happy to be able to share their views in this way. And I love that you are reading it with your husband because one of the ways that I tell women, especially to use the book is as you're reading, Say to your husband or your significant other, hey baby, I'm reading this chapter on love or intimacy or communication, whatever chapter you're on, and this man says this about communication about love. What What are your feelings? How would you answer this question? And a lot of times I find it gives them permission to really say, well, first of all, wait, what is he saying? Well, no, I don't agree with that. Oh, you don't agree? How would you answer it? Or... I kind of agree with him, kind of. What else would you add? This book, when I say a catalyst for conversation, use these questions to probe more and to get more information out of your husband or out of your significant other because that's really why it was written because I find, especially my work with the romance concierge, one of the biggest things is couples have the hardest time you know, having conversations about what they need or what they want more of In their marriage or their relationship we're just not taught to have these type of conversations you know on one hand you 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 think about having a conversation about sex to some people it's taboo oh no i can't say this you are with especially when you're in a marriage you you are forming a covenant with your husband this is not a contract where you can say you know what if it doesn't work out then we're out of here this is a covenant and then that space of building that covenant, you couples need to really find that space and that energy to really connect and communicate together. So that's one of the big reasons why I did write this book so that couples can feel comfortable having these conversations together.
0: Exactly. exactly. That's the reason why I started this platform as well, because I feel like for whatever reason, I, I this is like a Bible-based Christian platform. And but but I feel as if Christians kind of are kind of they don't either they don't talk about sex or it's got it's like brushed under the rug or intimacy or in all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like we need to open up and talk more because holding it all in doesn't help or anything. And then you know, you just see all these different things happen when you don't communicate. So I mm-hmm. love that you did this with the book, and also I mean, I don't know if we switching gears already. <laughs> It just made me go ahead and think about
1: your game.
0: Yes, I (laughs) love my game.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. And I was playing with hubby. It's called Into Me See. Mm -hmm. Tell me, you know, I'm very curious what your experience was with the game playing with your husband. I like to get feedback and testimonials from my clients. So tell me what yours was.
0: Yeah, for sure. So basically, the thing that this led to for us was like very open dialogue. Like we didn't get a chance to play uh, all every single card, but we're definitely interested in like not only because we we kind of tag team between the two. Uh, we was like I draw a card, you draw a card, like that. So we're interested to like do it again, but do with the opposite cards, so we can get the uh, you know get the other side of the answer uh, from each other. But that day. Mm-hmm. It led to a lot of laughs. It led to a lot of communication that day. It led to, um, you know, just really, just opening up and just, just really just answering the question and just really being in that moment together and everything like that. So it was, we enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. And,
1: and, and I'm curious, when you told your husband about it, was he interested in playing or was he like, okay, what is this, what are you talking about? Like what was his his uh, feedback was when you asked him about the game? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, okay. So the interesting thing was, it was one of the weekends where um, my son was with his nana. So it was like it was just me and him. wow. So it was like it was just me and him. We were be or whatever, and I was like, let's get some breakfast, and then let's play this game. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he didn't know what the game was or anything like that. He just like I was like, well, when I first presented it, I was like, okay. Hey, do you want to play a game? (laughs) he's like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, yeah. And then I told him, yeah, let's get breakfast and let's play a game. And so then we had like this Zoom meeting to attend. So after we did that, I was like, okay, I really want to play the game now because I don't want to think about what we just (laughs) talked about in the Zoom meeting. (laughs) So I was like, let's let's really do this. And so eventually, as we played the game, we ended up opening up a bottle of wine. Yeah!
1: And yet and and I love that. I love that. And I, I know there was another couple who bought the the cards. And when I got her testimonial, she said she had them in um, the bag, the satin bag, for about three months before she played. And she said she mentioned it to her husband. And as soon as she mentioned the word intimacy, he kind of you know clammed up. Like, what, what are you what do what are you talking about? What is this? What is this? I, I don't know. You know, he was hesitant. But as soon as they started playing, he was actually more into the game than she was. He wanted to answer the question. He wanted to play more. He wanted to talk more. So you never know. Like When something new is introduced to us in a relationship and we're not familiar with it or comfortable with it, our first reaction is, is to say, wait a minute, hold on. I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. But yeah. then the game is, it is a lot of fun. And when you can sit back and learn about your significant other in the way, um, by simply, again, non-threatening, picking a card, knowing that we're just playing a game. Because right. some of these questions you do want to ask outside of the game, but the game gives you permission to ask those questions. You know and what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the thing
0: for me was like, some of his answers were surprised. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, I, I could have sworn he was going to answer this a totally different way. So, and there were some questions that, you know, were in my mind to ask him. And it, they were on the cards. And I was like, that is convenient. Cool. You know, so I enjoyed the game. Like I said, we definitely we need to finish up the cards. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. We got like, I think we got maybe 75%. So we got okay. like four cards to do. <laughs> and then, um, mm-hmm. and- which yeah, we want to switch them and do them where it's like, did you answer that question last time? Okay, now I'm gonna answer it. You know that yeah. And and
1: here's the thing too with the cards. When I created these cards, I took a year of reading as many um, books I could from you know relationship therapists, from sex therapists, just gathering you know um, relationship counselors to see what are appropriate questions to put on a card for couples to answer. I didn't want the general questions like so many cards say, well, what will you do if you have 10 days left to live? Or, you know, what's your favorite food? I wanted to really get intimate. These are very intimate questions. And here's the thing, there's no rush for them. You know what I mean? We get excited because you're learning more. This is exciting for both of you. And also I don't, I want to make sure that when you, both share your answers with each other that you also acknowledge that whatever this gives them the chances you got it yet you understand or i didn't quite mean it that way and that's also just a part of communication communicating together because when we hear when we are heard and acknowledged from the other person and we know that they got what we said then that, that that makes us feel comfortable in that space of wanting to communicate more. And I think so many times in relationships, it gets lost in translation, basically what the other person is trying to say. So make sure that when you do play the game, I don't know if you read the, the instructions, but make sure you repeat back to him and he does the same for you. And then are you kissing each other after each question? Because you know after you answer the question, you're supposed to give each other a kiss. <laughs> yeah. like, I love that part. Like,
0: I love, well, not just the kids. Nah, I'm saying I'm loving both those parts that, you know, the the part where you're saying back to them what they said. I love that part. And then mm-hmm. I love that, you know, the reward at the end of, okay, the kids. Because then it was sometimes where if I felt like he didn't answer the question right, even, we pretty much kiss each other every time. But at the same you get a half a kiss for that one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was was fun, it was really a lot of fun. And um, I'm excited to share this with other couples and you know, just see what other people think and everything like that. Friends, if you guys want to, you know, get intimate with your spouse, things like that, Mm -hmm. questions, things like that, (laughs) luxury romanceconcierge.com mm-hmm. um, and also the book as well
1: Sweetwood and the book. it's all about communicating it's all about just just really getting to know each other and understand it because it's the biggest thing missing in relationships. We stop communicating. Maybe sometimes because we think the other person already knows, or maybe we think what we have to say isn't important, or a lot of times, we're just not used to communicating. It's the only way. And and what I always tell couples to do, as a romance concierge, I'm big on date nights. You have to schedule time once a week One day a week for couples to really come together. I don't care if you can only find an hour. I know you have a son. I think he's one or how old is your son? Yeah, he's one. Yeah. You put him to bed. I I don't know. You put him to bed probably around eight or nine o'clock, right? You have, if you say, listen, hubby, we got an hour. This is our date night. It's Thursday night. It's nine o'clock. We have an hour that we are committing together for this. And a lot of times I say, this: people like, oh my God, when am I gonna find the time? You find the time to get your nails done. You find the time to get your car washed. You find the time to do all these extracurricular activities. Now I know we're busy with work. I know couples are busy raising children. I know that our lives are busy, but instead of sitting down and catching up on reruns on what you saw on Amazon Prime or whatever network, say wait, uh uh-uh, an hour. If you have to set the timer, set the timer and say, tonight we're going to, you know, focus on sensual massage, or we're going to focus on a new sexual position, or let's experiment with bondage and submission, or let me, let me teach you how I really like to be massaged and touched. See, I operate on three, on the three T principle, talk, Mm -hmm. touch, and teach. So if you start off your date nights, and again, it's best if it's the same day at the same time every week because some people say well I don't want to plan why do we have to plan to be intimate with well, there's two levels of intimacy there's a physical intimacy it's not always about I could say this on your show because we're grown penetration you know what I mean it's sometimes just about hugging and massaging and kissing and cuddling see if we remove the end goal from um, physical sex like, the end goal is, is that we are going to, like, penetrate and have sex. If we remove that and just say, tonight, it's all about being physical together. We have this whole body of skin, head to toe, that could be explored. You know what I mean? It's like, so when you operate in that space and, and talk, you have to get together and talk about it without sharing without judgment with curiosity with with understanding each other that's where it begins first date night you schedule very first one hey what are we going to plan together and you get excited well okay um miraculous you got the first date night plan and i'm going to chance i'm going to plan the second week and you plan the third week because then you start finding out and, and when you're in that space of planning these now you get excited it's like okay what can i do and then um so touch, touch, just learn touch, whether it's a feather, you know, across the skin, whether it's a, a, a leather paddle, you know, that you want to use, whether it's just your hands. Again, the whole body, you can even focus, do a massage, focus on the feet, focus on the buttocks, focus on the breasts. It doesn't have to be a whole body massage. And here's the thing. I remember talking to a couple and the woman said, well, I don't really like the way he massages me. I don't want him to touch me. I said, then teach him. That's Celeste T. Teach. Talk, touch, and teach. Hey, baby, um, can you go a little lighter here? Or can you go a little, give me a little more pressure here? Because, you know, if if you knew that your spouse was a significant other when they touched you, and if they if they knew how to touch you correctly, you get excited. You're like, ooh, Thursday night, date night, it's my night. I know I'm gonna get a good massage. I don't know what happens it, but I know, and we all need it. I think. That's what we're missing as people, as couples. That that intimate touch that doesn't always lead to sex, just touching and breathing and connecting together.
0: That's good. That's good. Like I know, <laughs> all friends, like, I sign. I told him I'm gonna make some shirts to say "more married sex." Like, yes! I, like I love it. <laughs> and forever. that's it people are connecting especially once
1: they get married it's like this this taboo thing and it's like why this is when you and it so- shouldn't be you know yeah and it shouldn't be taboo i mean you're married now this gives you the, the perfect opportunity to play full out it's just what i think couples need to do is is stop judging themselves so much trusting that this person that they're married to or this person would they love them they want to see them have the most fulfilling sexual life. I mean, I remember uh, one of the guys I interviewed, he's like, you know, before I got married, I had sex all the time. As soon as I got married and wanted to try new things, she started calling me a pervert, which broke his spirit. So it's like, it's like you you using kind words, exploring together, talking about, hey, baby, I didn't know you wanted to do that. I thought about doing that too. And again, this is why date nights so important because sometimes it's hard to find that time during the day, during the week when you can just sit down and have these conversations. But if you know Thursday at nine o'clock, here it comes. Listen, I got a list of things I want to talk to you about because after playing this game with you, when you said this, oh my God, it opened up so much. And we have to keep it exciting and be in that space of it really being exciting for us because only we can create our love lives And the thing is, there's so much information out here for us. We just have to commit. That's it. You have to commit. Very first step, you have to make a commitment to each other. If you don't make a commitment to each other, Thursday night would turn into Wednesday night, would turn into Friday night. Nope, nope. Thursday night or a date night, whatever. That's it. So it's fine in that time because when you commit, it lets that other person know that they want it. And they're needed and they're valued. Who doesn't want to feel that in a relationship? And it gives you permission to laugh and be silly and have fun and say, oh, wait a minute, you didn't like the way I used that feather on your arm? Let me see if I use it on your back. Now oh, on the back. You know what I mean? You get to yeah. teach each other and explain play together. And once you discover these new erotic spots, you know, on your body or erotic fantasies together, you can't wait you be like, oh, Thursday's coming. Tuesday night, you'll probably be planning everything. You're like, I can't wait. You know what I mean? And that's what I think is missing from a lot of relationships. It's that anticipation of what's to come. That's, listen, that is, <laughs> 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 my, that like,
0: regardless and my husband, um, we do need to do a little better with date nights because it, it's like, well, every now and then do a little something, but not necessarily full-on planned-out date nights or anything like that. So,
1: I mean, enhance it. Yes, enhance what I say, right? Only doing my research. Only fifty percent of couples um say that they have they they plan date nights. Only fifty percent, and of those fifty percent, I have my statistics here, but a very small percentage actually has planned date nights every week. Okay, so. If you know that um, that this is something that you're going to commit to, you know, really have fun with it. It's like everything that you do as a couple. We need to. My motto is for my company is couples need playtime too. Okay, we send the kids out for play dates and everything else. We need to tap back into who we are and start playing and laughing some more together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I love it.
0: I guess I was going to ask, even though I mean, all of that's so good. I didn't even know if it we <laughs> But um, well, I guess there was two questions. Like one, I was going to ask, like what was the most shocking thing? Do you feel like, or, well, unless it's too much to tell, if it's too much in the book, no, no, that you learned, or, or maybe more shocking or more thing that you're like, wow, I really did not Know this and I learned it throughout the process of the book. That was one question I was going to ask.
1: All right. So the most shocking thing, hmm, I don't see. I've been, I've been talking to men and women for years. This is this is just what I do as a romance concierge. I used to be an adult toy educator, so I've been talking to men and women about relationships, and sex, and communication for probably about ten years. So nothing really shocks me when I have conversation. Um, but one of the things I would probably say that surprised me the most was um, the chapter on, what chapter is it? The chapter on do do women appreciate men? Do black men feel that black women appreciate them? And some of the answers that were given there, I, um, it, it was most shocking for me because a lot of black men don't feel as if they are appreciated by black women and i did not um think that that was what they were going to share um and probably is anything else no, nothing else shocking what i what i really love is that these men really did come and play full out they were interviews un- interviewed under the guise of anonymity so they were really free with what they had to say and the interesting thing is some of these guys i interviewed in- under the guise of an- anonymity I just interviewed them again, live, and the answers were completely different than the answers in the book. The answers in the book, they were raw. This time, when they're live, they were a little more reserved by answering the, the hey. questions. So, yes. <laughs> hmm. Yes.
0: Interesting. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, okay, now I guess this last thing can be about you know either the book or the games or any of your many endeavors you know <laughs> if there's just anything you want to share with this audience right now um what would that be miss fleetwood is
1: anything i just want to share um really the importance of making time for each other i mean really really like drilling it in how important it is because when couples especially married couples walk down the aisle and they say i do and they they commit to each other they don't you know walk down the aisle saying okay if it works out that's it you really go in believing that this is going to work this is my mate for life but we get caught up in life life becomes mundane sex becomes boring but here's the thing we can't blame anybody but ourselves we have to take responsibility for keeping things alive and fresh in our relationships and I think if we go into relationships and marriages saying, okay, let's make sure we set aside the time, you know, for each other. Aside, you know, along with everything else I have to do. And even if you have children, let them know, mommy, and this is mommy and daddy's date night. They don't need to know what you're doing. But then the, the kids mind they will be like, oh, they're coming together. That's beautiful. They're playing. They're laughing. Mommy and daddy have date night. You know what I mean? It's like, so just really intentionally. Creating that in their life, in in the life in couples' lives, so that's probably what I would say would be most important.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Be intentional, y'all. Intentional. <laughs> well, I, I could chat with you about this all night. I don't want to be long your time, but I would like to say thank you so much, Wood, for your time. And uh, we have to do
1: this again. <laughs>
0: we totally, do. we totally, totally do. Well, friends, if you guys want to learn more about Miss Sleepwood, where can they go, Miss Sleepwood?
1: LuxuryRomanceConcierge.com There you go. <laughs> Into me see.
0: Like me in intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thanks for watching. Thank, Thank you, you.
1: <laughs> Bye. Thanks for having me.
0: Hello everyone, it's your girl Miracle Sims and you already know that your girl is now an author and my very first publication is none other than a creation inspired by The Juice. That's right friends, you can go on Amazon.com and find The juice.